The podcast this week was recorded before the European final, but it would be remiss of me not to put a little bit in at the start. I'm sure we will discuss it on a future podcast, but the Lionesses obviously winning the Euros is ridiculous, is amazing. It's a massive thing for the sport in this country and everybody in the country will be proud of that team because it was an amazing performance. It's been an amazing performance all tournament and I just, I love to see what this is doing for the game. So massive congratulations to the Lionesses. Hello and welcome to episode 77 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. I am James Dex, whatever you want to call me, as always. However, this week I am not joined by Jake Punkchef41. I am joined by Worko. Well, Jack Worko, but we're going to go with Worko, which is Worko's his Twitch, things fine. like that. Yeah, we will go. Uh, so, Worko <laughs> yes, is somebody hello. who we've had on this podcast before on the community calling episodes. Did you do both? I did one. I did one with, a, I think it was Dave who was the other caller on mine. And uh, yes. So you know yes, my voice, you, did you the don't one. know my face, but here I am. Yes. You did the one where we'd actually, me and Jake got it. You did you, the, you uh, the, the anniversary special. Yeah, we were the only one where we've ever been sat in the same room. Yeah, but you might remember a while ago, probably at the start of this podcast, and it's still in the actual audio description if you get this into an audio feed. This is meant to be a podcast with Dexterity Box and various guest hosts. However, for the first 76 episodes, it's kind of ended up just being me and Jake because we had that vibe and that chemistry and it worked nicely. But I did say I wanted to 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 have some more contributing guests on. That doesn't mean it's not always going to be me uh, me with somebody else. It might be me and Jake with somebody else. We'll see how it goes. But Worko's somebody who's been in the Discord for quite a while. We've chatted to you. Feels like we know you a lot more now, you know? We, so it's it just made sense. So do you want to say a little bit about yourself so people can well, know you if they James, don't already? Dex, you may have had a lot of chemistry with Puncture 41, but now... There is a new kid on the block, and you're going to have a lot of chemistry oh. with him too. Oh yes, oh yes. Excellent. So you, you're, vi- you're, vi- <laughs> but, you're vying for that that yeah, spark, I'm, I'm, are you? I'm, well, I'm. I'm. Uh, as you can tell, I'm comfortable on camera. I've get your minds out the gutter, people. All right. I'm. I'm comfortable on camera. I do a Twitch thing. I'm hoping one day to do with the YouTube stuff. I'm yes, and I'm 23 years old, despite looking about 30. Yes, I know. I look. Much older than I am, and I've got a lot of childhood baggage to uh, to go along with. With said, with said joke about looking much older than I am, absolutely. But I'm Worko. I'm uh, I'm an avid Sheffield Wednesday supporter. I unfortunately, I've not actually been able to come to a game as I for various reasons. But one of them I discussed on the anniversary podcast. Feel free to check that out. By the way, it's a very good episode. Um, not because I'm on it, but um, I actually live down in the East Midlands, so I've got sort of a outsider looking in perspective on the club for quite some time and actually i mostly know insider type stuff more from the mandarich era than the chancery era because i've only seen a handful of games under chancery's ownership um but yes i'm 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 worko hello thanks for having me you know armchair comments stand down Arm- inclusive uh, armchair fan <laughs> You, no. To be honest, though, you've got a, you've got a good. You know what I like in football: good, rational voices that know what they're talking about, but also know where they they need to step back because they might have not seen something week on week. That's where people don't know the line. Absolutely. Um, and it's it's in. Well, the thing is, though, 
most Wednesday fans, especially recently with all the matches being televised, can say, so you can't see off-ball stuff, right? That is the one difficulty of not going. But you can see a lot of it, especially during lockdown where everything was televised. So fans could come in that way and uh, pretty much see absolutely everything. And there was was sort of an... It sucked not being in the ground and being yeah. in the match, but there was an air of community and togetherness, especially during that that phase, uh, that lockdown phase, where everybody was just Absolutely. watching the same thing, no matter where they were in the fan base and international fan bases and everything. So it was it was nice, but yeah, um, what a what a way to introduce yourself, by the way. Oh wow, thank you. <laughs> very very good on that one. Yes, um, this is not the most timely episode. It is quite close because we are filming just a few days before we would do. However, one of my friends has decided to to get married, so you can blame him. We're, we're away all weekend on his on his stag do, so he will be probably left somewhere um, public where this by the time this goes out, while we've all gone home. So yeah, they'll, as, as I, the I I might have ended up in a well i don't know why i'd be in a well but uh it, it, we'll we'll see what happens there's there's some there's some plans let's just say there's there's mm-hmm. some plans for for this uh stag do and we'll see we'll see what happens and whether i this is the last episode of the talking wednesday podcast we don't know well it's not mine i'll be safe uh-huh. you'd think but it, it is you would think it's a very small stag which is dangerous the six of us oh, so it's like yeah, that's, that's including that's the stag dangerous territory yeah oh boy so i have um, i have two points to raise about this about what you've said number one well done for dating the podcast there james with the recording a few days before we go out i can I've tell you picture. watch the bloody podcast you can tell i'm about that can't yeah. yeah yeah you can tell i'm an avid fan right and number two <laughs> where's the where's the snakeskin where's the snakeskin shirt jake james <laughs> no, don't right. Right, we're so, ending I'm, it. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. So <laughs> you're done. You had your take chance. Two. You had your take chance. Two. I have my chance. Uh, so no, where's um, the snakeskin shirt, James? Because uh, you know you're, you're you're a fashion forward kind of guy, and I thought I'd replicate that energy with bringing back the bowling shirt. And I think where is it? And I, I, I'm sorry if you where didn't is give it? me a heads up. I'd have done this. I I, uh, I can't believe it's, this. It's, it's in. It's just been washed, so it's on a washing pile somewhere. Mm-hmm. I've got some mu- mu- much more disgusting shirts now. I've just had a new audio order come up, and I've also just got some like Yu-Gi-Oh shirts because I'm a massive nerd, um, which are pretty cool. I, but I, I am wearing a Foo Fire shirt. Yeah. In fairness, so that's I, not. I too was always bad. more Avatar, The Legend of Ang, rather than Yu-Gi-Oh personally. <sighs> but you know, that was just my cup of tea growing up. Nah, mate. Nah, sorry that it's I. It's all about you, you know. I, I've got lots of collect, oh, yes. collectible plastic behind me that's uh, that's got Yu-Gi-Oh on it, but it's higher up than the camera would reach. But yeah, it is a Sheffield Wednesday podcast, and I always do eventually is, remember course, that. But, but how? I'll tell you what, we'll do it this way. How is your week how's been? Your week Worko? been? It's been it's been wonderful. I'm I'm having a uh, backyard home office cabin thing being built, and I learned yesterday that that is getting delayed. Until the twenty third of August, because of shipping, um, shipping material delays, uh, because it's coming. The materials are coming from Germany, and um, they, they, they unfortunately don't want to be efficient, as is the stereotype from that part of the world. But hopefully, in in time, that'll be resolved, and uh, I'll not be in my bedroom anymore. 
But um, yes, that's been okay. And I also got rejected for a voice acting gig because of the fact that this is where I am and not in a studio. So I'm not angry and bitter at all. What is it? I might submit an application and just slip uh, right in there. (laughs) It was uh, basically, it was a startup video game company that wanted a narrator for the sort of intro cutscene and the ending cutscene where it was all like, long ago in the lands of Mithril. It was like that sort of stuff. Yeah. And they liked yeah, my voice yeah. reel demo thing and then had asked about my circumstance. And I'm a very honest man. I will just say it how, it how it is. I'm not like a trickster or anything. So I told them my circumstances and they said, well, we think what their exact words to me, when you're serious about things, then maybe come and apply to us again. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not going back to them again. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Sayonara. Absolutely not going back to them again. But that's that was that was my week because uh, yes, right. Um, I don't really anyway. lie about stuff, but in that situation, I would have lied. I but also, yes, yes. Your voice reel. Where did you record it? Right in here. And they said they liked your voice reel. Yes. You didn't have to tell them anything, then, man, because they liked the quality, didn't they? But. but they asked, and I do not withhold information. So I'm... the bit that the, the the recorders that they liked, and I told them you this. Could have, I explained you could have... this to them. Right. Uh, what I did was I wrapped my curtain around the back of me like this, yeah. and then I I was literally delivering it like this right now. Yeah. This is going to be a great great bit of the podcast video, but for yeah, yeah. YouTube watchers... Skip ahead, you know watch this it, yeah, deal. Skip ahead, you don't no, It doesn't change no matter the host. It doesn't change. Um, Very scuffed. But no, anyway, that's how my I used to do. I used you? to do it in, at uni when I did voice reels. I used to do... I used to have like a duvet all the way over the back. Oh. Um, now I've got... Oh. Now I've got soundproofing on that wall. I don't know if I can actually get this over without destroying everything. Now I've got just the the back this i've actually forgot the official name of this i've got a sound degree and i've forgot <laughs> what words are called acoustic um, paneling that's the fella i nearly swore that's there. The fella. <laughs> um yeah i use that even though i've got a wall there that's covered in acoustic paneling um oh yes because i use that the other way and then have the acoustic paneling behind me and it actually works as quite a nice dead space and I usually then put sheets up and it all, it all works quite nicely. But this is, yeah, I've not done I've not done reading for anything in a little while, so it's been mainly missing singing. I see, I see. Mainly, mainly that side of it. Are you a singer, worker? Does Absolutely that side not. of the theatre go in I there sing, now? I sing in the shower, and I did go to uh, that stagecoach thing when I was young. Um, and people say that I'm like, yeah, you can do well as a intermediate. Whatever I could, I, I mm. don't sound tone deaf. Put it that way, but not got the I've not got the confidence to say like yes, I can sing, yes, but I'm not a singer. Sadly, I, I don't have Fair a band. Enough. I don't have a band that deserves way more monthly listeners. Yeah, I keep I, which, Jake's messages to me. Yeah, <laughs> J- Jake's Jake's messaged me about this, saying that like yeah. you w- want to use the music and stuff, and I'm like, hang on, somebody actually. Is that where we're getting the listeners from? Because when I look yes, at it, it I'm was. like, like it well, this isn't was. just me listening to the band. 
<laughs> it genuinely was. I've got, I've, um, I've actually got a few top streamers to add your music to their normal playlists, but not the, not the stream playlist, like what they listen to. And I yeah. think their follower base who are like, yes. We, well, if they ever get copyright, uh, as I said before, if they ever get any copyright issues for me, let me know because then I can. I've got my distribution company. I can make sure they don't get your distribution company. Look at you with your. It's not my company. Is it? It's what it is. My just company. One of those wow. You have to have a distribution name to submit to it, and then I just have to. I see. It's it's nothing fancy, basically. If it was anything fancy, I'd have to pay a lot for it, and I don't have to do that. So. Um, because because making mu- streaming music makes you no money, even if you do unless you're getting uh, relatively like well, hundreds of millions of streams, then you might see yeah. a reasonable return yeah. from that, I guess. But yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you other get than that you is... get more at gigs, and gigs yeah. aren't yeah. always fantastic either. So, so where were you with tramlines? Where were you at tramlines? Uh, that's a good point. I was actually. waiting for Thank you to be announced. You. I, had, I would have gone. I if you'd have been there, I would have gone. Tramlines was a tough one for me this year because the uh, I didn't like the no entry repolicy on the main right. festival because I'll be honest, we've never it's obvious, we've never played the main stages, and I've gone to. Tramlines Festival after playing it, you know, the main f- and gone around and yeah, because you go in and outs and the whole point of it is when you're not really keen on a band that are playing on the main stage or you, you prefer to go and support some local, so you pop into a pub. And that's yeah. usually like, we've had some really good like Tramlines Fringe gigs, <laughs> but and Tramlines Fringe is fantastic. It's where I'd always play. But like, I did, I, through the podcast, we did have a couple of offers and then my drummer. Oh, it's who I've drummers. Who, it's the drummers. Yeah, because uh, yeah, uh, I've got a couple of drummers that I try and work with, but the one that I thought I'd be able to get hold of on short notice just decided Damn, to be difficult for the sake of being difficult. Yeah, And I was like, and it was a case of, now we do so much synth work, we don't have a synth player because I play it on the track. So if you're a synth player, right. get in touch with me. Um, so it's a case of, synth wise we'd probably have the full band and we'd try and play it to a click now just so we could have the synths in there because we were very raw classic rock and like indie rock for a while but now i've used a lot more synth you know well you know the sound for a lot of it now i can't we kind of need that so i needed to have that drummer because we'd have run straight into a mixer that could he could then have the headphones on and cue the band to the synth if you get me yeah and we'd still have a very live performance it's just the keyboard part would be because it's a dual layered synth part, it needs it needs a full on decent synth. So uh, yeah, but yeah, that was. Thank you for the offers through there, and I I will say there's one that I'm talking to that we probably will play next year. So you know who you are, and and thank you for the offer there. So we will we will come back to that next year because we're gonna be I'm gonna be sorting a lot of that out. So yes, I will be at Tramlines in some capacity next year because it's the first year I've missed it ever. Since and I thank you playing for making in. me now want to go to Tramlines, whoever you are. You know, and it's not even going to be a ticket. Oh, it might. The, no, I don't think they are. Do I, do I get I'll like tell you about it after this. Do I get like backstage VIP? They won't the, be. The, honestly, the, mate, the... they won't even be. It'll be the way I play. I think the, there's so much churn on the fringe. It's hardly even a sound check. You literally just rock up and play. Nice. So nice. So it's good. It's one of those because the venue that I think uh, we played it 
we played in the middle of the day before, or, or way back when the band started. Oh. And I'd been on the drink till about 4 a.m. And oh, I just, you. I was 21. I'd just finished first lot of uni and I was about to go back for the second. So that summer I was like, before I go on to this master's, we're just going to gig. That's all we're going to do. Gig and, and me and uh... my me and my drummer at the time, we'd literally just sat with it a couple of bottles, I think, Jim Bean, just by this stream. Oh, that rhymed. Didn't mean for that to rhyme. It, it, it rhymed. Are you a poet? And then I just remember, wow. I remember us saying, well, we should probably go to bed now. And then we, <laughs> we had to get up a couple of hours later because it was really warm mm-hmm. and we couldn't really, and I was like, right, we're just going to have to do this sort of thing. So we, I just remember profusely sweating oh. and a couple of covers in the set. It was back in the time where like Uptown Funk was big and stuff like oh, yeah. that and, mm-hmm. and Shut Up and Dance and that, that summer. That so summer. I remember it They well. were the couple of covers that we had oh. in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, were, they were the couple we had in there. And it might, which, to be honest, we were quite late to those songs. It might yeah. have been a, a year after that that we were still playing those songs. But I just remember trying to jump up and down on stage and just, I just like turning around to him at some point and we both looked at each other just like sweating profusely like, we're going to die. <laughs> we're going to die. But it was rammed and it was such yeah, a good gig. And was I was like, a, yeah. why do I feel like I'm going to I've done this to myself. So yeah, it'd be nice to play Judging that on one previous night. episodes, by the way, listeners, you can tell that James here, Dex and I are both very much creative people. <laughs> It's a very different, and we're into theatre and all that, because it's a very yep. different, how's your week been pre-Sheffield Wednesday discussion to how it's been normally. Uh- <laughs> I might put the timestamp in here. However, if you do skip. You're missing out on a lot like, of quality, top quality, quality conversation, quality quite chat. frankly. Lots of laughs. And uh, please don't skip. Please watch the whole episode, because then your favourite podcast gets you more revenue. Speaking of which, if you like the podcast, please drop a like on the YouTube video and leave a review on all of your favourite podcast sites. And if you don't like the podcast, please still leave a review and tell us where we can improve. And still, like the video on YouTube, because then more people don't do will that. see it. Don't do that. Don't want to hear about where I can improve. I'm stone stubborn. Just well, don't if bother. If like the video, more people can see said YouTube video, and then very toxically talk about it on Twitter with misspelt tweets. <laughs> pretty much and with the uh, yeah <laughs> don't bother it, yeah leave us leave us nice reviews please us, because that us, helps us, us nice get reviews, into please. the review it, you know. re- that helps us get into the review charts which is which is helpful when you're trying to get up the uh, the football charts on podcast platforms so if you Absolutely. haven't left us a review there please do that that would and be especially excellent. this one because because I want to come back and do more but you know, <laughs> that's all dependent on how well this episode does. So please leave yeah, many. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Exactly. We keep it. That's exactly it. We've got him. We've got him on trial. This is basically, it's his loan. It's I his am the loan. apprentice. This is my loan yeah. to see if there's a Indeed. permanent transfer at the end of the season and whatnot. You know, <laughs> we will, we will see how you get on. Will you we be will a Jay Bothroyd? Oh, or no. will you be, don't, don't will mention you be a Jacob name Murphy? To me. Or will you be, you, the, it's either one. It's either mm. one. That would Absolutely. be very fitting, actually. You sod off to one of the other podcasts. <laughs> Why After this, you, you, like, do so, you, do, you, you do so well, <laughs> like Jacob Murphy, <laughs> and then you go on to, like, I don't know, you go on to, like, one of the actual mainstream, like, League One or Championship podcasts or something, and we're like, oh, all right, see you later, Worko. It's fine. 
For the benefits um, of the audio listeners, I was waving profusely at the uh, at the camera. Amazing. Right. We should probably... I've realised we have run for about 20 minutes, which is fantastic. Runtime. Because this podcast, I didn't think it was going to be very long. Wow. We had a lot of faith in me, I see. Wow. Okay. Okay, James. Okay, We're not doing the normal news, (laughs) are we? The only news this week is the Away shirt's out. If you want to buy it, go buy it. I'm sure Jake's Jake's done a review on it because it's what he does. Please check out that review. It's a very good review, by the way. Shows I've watched it, doesn't it? So Wednesday you played uh, Portsmouth this week, but this is a slight pre-record for the rest of this episode. So Jake is going to give you all the updates on what happened there. And we will see what my mood will be next week after that. But I'm quite jovial this episode, so enjoy that while it lasts. Here's what happened at Portsmouth. Hey lads, Sheffield Wednesday had a really good game in one sense in the first half. It's a game of two halves really, uh, this game against Pompey. We played some really good football in the first half. Looks really good, flowing football. Lot of little flicks and tricks. We go 1-0 thanks to a Barry Bannon ball to Jock Windass who to credit, he gets pushed out wide, gets the cross in, it, Lee Gregory go for it, misses it, and Marvin Johnson gets on the end of a volley to make it uh, 1-0. And it's really good play by us. We're playing a 3-5-2, so it's that kind of moving back if we need to in the formation. And we play some really good football, really nice little tricks and turns. Uh, Windak gets a yellow card early door where he needs to be keeping on his toes a little bit uh, so he doesn't get sent off. More on that later. Uh, Windak and Bayer playing some lovely football together. Delhi been going really well. Delhi Bashiru starting with a lot of speed, with a lot of energy, and he really plays some good football. The only thing that's letting down a little bit in the first half with a bit of a decision-making. We really should have taken a lot more of our chances in the first half. We could, could have been two or three nil up, but it wasn't the case, sadly. Um, second half, though, completely different story. It's an absolute, completely different story to how we were in the first half. They come out a bit more... Great between the teeth, look better, and the defensive frailties from last season are still there. It's a cross into the box, it's a free header, it's 1-1. That comes down to coaching. This is a different set of players at the back. So the only one who's been there, and you could say I offer hadn't played most of last season, so it's completely new to to be fair. Stockdale, Owitway, Hennigan, I offer. Completely new back, back three. I get people saying gelling, but it's the same kind of goal we were conceding last season. Exactly the same kind of goal. It, it's identical. Didn't take us long, though, to get back in the lead. And a great hit from Be- Deli Bashiro. Gets it on the edge of the box. Just gives himself a little r- bit of room. Turns, shoots. Um, and it's just a lovely little bit of a shot which goes low into the bottom corner. It's 2-1. You're like, right, we can go on and get something from here. But then again, it's another cross in. It's another header. It's another goal. It's a, it looks like it's a really good save by uh, Dale to push it onto the bar. Uh, but it goes in. It's in. It's in the net. It like, looks like it would bundle over. But it's one of those things. It's another cross another header, another goal. And that got to change. That got to stop. It, it Two crosses, two, two headers, two goals. What is going on? Why can we not defend crosses? It really does my head in. Uh, and it does your guys' head in as well and people who watch. And then it's 3-2. Again, same again, crossing, 
Coley Bishop, free man, free two. And you're like, that's got to be down to coaching. That can't be anything but coaching to be in the same defence with different players for me. It's got to come down to coaching. But Delhi makes it 3-3. Uh, free, free. It's a great turn and shot. Uh, not turn and shot. You get the, it cut, the ball come to him. Shoots. Great goal. 3-3. Uh, free, free. And then right near the end, we have a little bit of a issue. A uh, lot of time wasting from Pompey as well, which ain't good. They The keeper goes down and then Danny Cowley calls all the players. There was seven minutes of that time as well. And then 94th minute, it just went odd. Uh, Lee Gregory brings his man down. He's already on a yellow. It's very close to the penalty box. Uh, they get a free kick. A lot of people don't know what's going on. Dockdale gets a yellow apparently for like, Slamming the ball. And then Lee Gregory gets sent off. So we're going to be without Gregory for a second bookable offence. And yeah, the game ends 3-3. Great first half. Shocking second half in defending. And that needs to get fixed ASAP. And hopefully it does get fixed ASAP because we can't keep doing this or we're going to have the same issue we had last season from having to make ground up from conceding goals. Today, it's all about our League One prediction. So every single year on this channel, not on this podcast, but on this channel that this podcast is hosted on, I do a league prediction of whatever league Wednesday you're in. I'm not doing that this year. I'm doing it on the podcast. Oh, this is a breakout. So hello. Hello, breakout. This is a video is. now. Nice and this is you. our league one predictions. However, it's not just me this time. I'm joined by Worko. Yes. We've also got some of Jake's suggestions in there. So we've got a well thought out. Absolutely. A, a, a Professional thought out. No, no, exactly. It's well thought out. Don't don't go knocking this yet. That voice break. Oh my word! Don't go knocking this yet, Dex. All right. It's very well thought out and very well. It's been planned like a military operation. It's wonderful. It's a prediction video, it's so a, everybody's going to cry anyway. Video. Everybody always cries at these. Absolutely. There's always somebody. Right. Especially when they hear my predictions. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler, this, but this all. Oh, some interesting interesting. Ones. Interesting. Yes. So, we're going to start at the bottom of the league. Bottom so, of the league. So, League One, 24th place. I have got... Actually, we'll start with who Jake have got, shall we? Yes. So, Let's Jake's, who got, Jake's got... Jake's got Port Vale. I have got Port Vale. <laughs> who have you I got? I have got Port Vale. Oh, Christ. Now we're sorry, Port Vale fans. Please, please, pleasantly surprise us, okay? That's all I will say. Right, it's very, it's very hard when you're looking at the predictions and you put the promoted teams in the relegation spots. But Port Vale, out of all of them, I just don't see them having enough to establish themselves this season. It might be a case of they need to go down. To keep not not sort of shed off the strength and keep, come back up and do that re strengthening of the squad a little while mm -hmm. because obviously I want to see promoted sides come in and establish themselves in higher up leagues, work their way through. But at the minute, looking at the transfer window and looking at where they're at and looking at compared to the other teams that came up, I do see them at the bottom of the league. However, there usually is something that against There's that. But if I was always yeah, there is there is. So, but it's it's interesting to see that we all put Port Vale there. So you're fighting for it, Port Vale. But yeah, 
Why not? Prove us wrong. This is this is like the gauntlet to say prove us wrong. You know? 23rd. Jake's got Morecambe. Who have you got? I've also got Morecambe. This is what I was saying. Before the podcast, listeners, we were discussing this. Jake and I have got very similar league tables in a lot of ways, and it's quite interesting that we've come to that conclusion. But yes, who have you got? I've you got, got Bristol Rovers. Oh. So... I've I I think they've done okay business, but it's only okay. I think John Mark uh, is it Marquise. I think that's how you say it. Marquise. It isn't a bad signing for them, yeah, but he'll need. Mm-hmm. But he only got five goals from last se- uh, in last se- uh, last season. Even can't get my words out. And I think that team are really going to have to get it all together if they they're going to stay up. So mm-hmm. I do them have them in twenty third there. Why have you put Morecambe there in your opinion? I again. I just think they didn't do too well last season, if I remember rightly. I could be totally no, but wrong. I, I, I thought to they were going to do a lot worse, in fairness. Mm. But I just... It's one of those feelings where they potentially overachieved, maybe, depending on the squad they have. Again, please don't come for us in the comments. It's, they are it's just a, an opinion. I know they will. No, it, I know they don't will. Don't even bother. Honestly, we'll say that every time and they will. I just... just I just think that it was a bit of an overachievement last season, and I think that they will do very well to avoid my relegation. Once again, please prove me wrong. Please do it. Fair enough. That's what I'm saying. 23rd, Jake, uh, 22nd, sorry. Jake had Forest Green. Who did you have? I had uh, my local nearby team, Burton Albion. I don't know why I pointed that way, because that's, that's not even the right way to Burton. But Burton Oh, we've Albion. all got different teams. I've yeah. got Exeter City, which is another wow. one of the promoted sides. So I've I've got three of them in the relegation zone so far, which is not ideal, is it really? I want to hear your reasoning for Burton first. They, I just don't think they've got enough to stay up this season. I think they're a bit of a tired side, and I... I think that in in the similar way that you were saying about Port Vale, I think a rebuild is needed and is coming because I just I don't know if they've got enough in them to to have another fight this year because they've gone from fighting for the life in the championship very quickly declining and they've lost a lot of their key players over the last couple of years who definitely were their sort of marquee signings or whatever, whatever, however you want to describe that. And I just don't necessarily, I think this is maybe the year where it's the, the sort of the, the eye opening season that they need to kind of have a revamp and a rethink of on field things off field. I'm sure that it's quite a well-run club. I don't know much about it that from that perspective, but on the field, they need to, have a bit of a revamp, I think, and I think that's going to cost them a little bit. Only just, though. I would say that it's an only... It'll be like a final day type scrap situation for them, I think, personally. But, yes. Fair enough. So, how about Fair you? enough. How about you? I went with, I went with Exeter detail. there because I just don't think they're strengthened quickly enough. They might mm. still... Obviously, we're doing these before the transfer window shuts, so it's always difficult there. They might have that strength from being because they were obviously runners up last year. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I just I do know, for example, from a Wednesday perspective, Dawson was big for them last year, mm. and and we've got Dawson back at Wednesday now. 
Who's going to be fighting for the number one shirt, even which is, I think, why there's a, not a number one, but that's a whole later topic for that's, this that's, podcast. That's but, anyway. a Wednesday thing, yeah. But yeah. with with Exeter, I think them losing their goalkeeper, goalkeeper who did very well for them is not going to be Absolutely. ideal when you're trying to stay up. So, yeah, I've got Exeter in 22nd. Interesting, we all went differently there. So 21st, however, which is... Oh, yeah. Go on. Go on, carry on. But I would say, however, they weren't entirely dependent on Dawson. There was a very good team around him and in front of him. Yeah. He was only doing his duty as a shot stopper, really. I he just don't, I just well don't the think they've done that. It the... wasn't him that was carrying him. It wasn't like us with uh, being carried by Chris Kirkland to avoid relegation from the championship. It wasn't the case of that for them. Mm. It was actually, they had a very good team in front of them and Dawson just did his... He was... In my opinion, he was too good for League Two, and that was purely a, a confidence loan for him, to be honest, because he was getting no, a lot fair. of stick, and I think it was just to boost his confidence back up again to then kick on this season for us, you know. But I just anyway, don't think they've sorry. done. I don't think they've done on top of it. I, I've got that with the, just the fact that on paper doesn't look like the business is the, as strong <laughs> as some other teams <laughs> in that regard. So it's it's difficult. Predictions are a lot of on paper. Absolutely. So they could come up with that momentum, you know. Um, 21st, mm. which obviously remember in League One is the fourth relegation drop because four teams drop. Who did Jake um, have, by the way? Did we say who Dex had? So who Dex? Uh, I'm, doing it, I'm doing it again. Who, um, you sacked workout. Uh, 22nd was Forrest Green. In, in 21st... 21st. He's got Fleetwood. Right. Who've you got? I've also got Fleetwood. I've gone for a wild card here. Oh, really? I've got Lincoln City. Wow. I think... I'll, I'll I speak about that. I'll mm. speak about Lincoln City first. I Can I just pre- preface this with... I quite like Lincoln City. I always have said this. Same. But the, they've brought quite a few players in. But I've not... I just can't see them kicking on this season. You know, recently, previous seasons, they seem like they were building towards something and they've kind of dropped off. And I'm not convinced that it's not just going to take a downward trajectory. So I tried this season to put a wild card in those re- that relegation s- spots. And if I was looking at the way the season fared last season with the ho- hopes of this season with the new signings and the way the, the squad's changed for Lincoln City, I've, I've put them in 21st to... They, mm. they they could drop, but again, they might not. So, and to further your point there, I think a lot of that was down to Appleton, and now that he's gone, I think that driving vision has gone with him, and that's probably why they had the lull because he went. Who was it? It was it. It was a Championship club, wasn't it? That he went to Blackpool. It was Blackpool, wasn't it? Um, Possibly. I think it was Blackpool. I think so. I think I remember. Yeah. Carry seeing, on. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I think. It was the case of a bit like Doncaster Rovers when we got Darren Moore. Um, a lot of their sort of driving vision departed along with him, and that's probably why they had the lull. And so now they're going to struggle, I think, until they get an equally as strong-willed manager in place to then, you know, kick on, yeah. kick on, and get uh, back to where they were going and stuff. I think yeah, it, it was Blackpool, by the way. Um, yes. Good shout. But yeah, so you, you and Jake both went for Fleetwood here. Why was mm-hmm. that? Again, they did well last season, but a bit well, tired. They didn't. They finished twentieth. Well, this is this is my point. They did well to stop up, is what I'm saying. Oh right, okay. and they did very well to do that. But I just I don't think that lightning will strike twice in their case. I think that 
unfortunately, it will be the drop for them this season. Um, which, again, similar to Burton, I think they need to look at a real shake-up on the field because it's been a very stagnant kind of few years for them, right? So I I just think it's it's a bit of the, the sort of the kick up the backside, as they say, that they might need to then kick on and come back again. Um, but there we go. I'm just a Sheffield Wednesday fan. My opinion means absolutely nothing to all of you out there who are not Sheffield Wednesday fans. So I do apologise if I've Jack, insulted you with the, you know. You could try to, you could try to stop the hate just, in this conversation as much as you want. I know. But it will not but I'm just trying to be respectful, you know, because I'm saying <laughs> no, I, you, you're going to get relegated, Sonny Jims, you know. I've said it to Lincoln, who, who I actually like as a club, yeah. so it yeah. happens, you know. <laughs> Okay, so in 20th then, mm-hmm. Jake's gone for Cambridge. Who have you gone for? <laughs> Cambridge. I did tell I, you we've got a very similar league table, you know? That's it. No, it's interesting because I've put Cambridge close to this, but I've gone for Forest Green Rovers in 20th. Right. Um, they are the ones that I think they'll be all right. I think they'll run from last season. I think their momentum will keep... I think if there was going to be a team that managed to do it and stay up, I reckon it will be them with the momentum from last season. They've, mm-hmm. They looked decent at parts. I've seen it. I saw a little bit of them. I've got some friends who are Forest Green fans. Um, yeah. So I've, I've pit them to stay up there. I've put them in 20th. Why have you gone Cambridge? Well, I, from seeing them last season, they reminded me very much of Sheffield Wednesday under Jos Lukai. And because of how we did in the championship under Jos Lukai, I am sort of envisioning that it will be the similar sort of case for them. And because they didn't seem, how do I say this without sounding like a horrible person? They didn't seem on the money that they could be absolutely anybody in the league. A bit like when you get to the championship, anybody can beat anybody. They didn't seem like they had that energy about them. They didn't seem, we, I remember, I think if I remember rightly, we, it was quite a dominant performance by Wednesday against those, but, or did we? Yeah, I think so. The, I, I was just loosely following. It, it, was, I, it was frustrating at points. I remember. Yeah. Uh, that's the, they, there's a they, few teams they that did frustrate as well. Me as and frustrated. I just uh, think no, they they beat us in the no. That was 2016. Uh, <laughs> one second, carry on. But carry on. They just they they just struck me as a team that that they're not going to do the best in the world, and they probably would expect to be a little bit higher Mm. but I think that will possibly be on their level for them this season once again please prove me wrong okay that'll be the frustration we drew with them at their place in October Mm -hmm. Um, I remember that'll be where the frustration came in yes because we were going for those runs they were were very good at frustrating teams last year exactly Um, and then the reverse fixture (laughs) they beat us didn't they that's that laugh. No. 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 No, I just remember which one it was. We beat them 6 0. Oh, it was that game. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Once yeah. again, this is why I'm saying they are. I remember now. That's why I said they were 20th. Well, quite of, close. We're going to 19th place. I might as well yeah. talk about them because I've put them in yeah. 19th. So yeah. I think that I think I've. I think they will settle because they have been mm-hmm. promoted recently. I don't think they'll have second season syndrome and go down. I think they will suffer a dip further this season now 
because mm-hmm. they've kept a lot of the team together, but they've not added much, right? They've got the they've got the hornstrap in for Iredale as well at left back. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing those names right, but they've got the swap there. Uh, this we're last coming from Adeniran for quite a long time. All right, Jack. Thank you. Um, Sorry, who have you got in nineteenth? Because Jake uh, has got. Exeter City, by any chance? Yes, I've also got. Have you just copied Jake's list? No, genuinely, I was shocked when we had such a similar list. But basically, I think that there's the momentum factor because they they came up second place, right? Am I talking out my backside here? Yes, 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 they they did. did. I think there's the momentum factor here, and a lot of teams. I know this is really clutching at a straw right now, but. When a team goes up second, they typically do better than the team that went up first or that came through the playoffs. Typically. You've gone from full because, on stats base there, aren't you? Yeah, literally. We did it. We we beat the drop. Others that came up with us when we, you know, last got promoted from League One, we did it, right? Yeah. Charlton went back down. I think I can't remember who came up through the playoffs, but they I'm pretty sure they didn't do very well. Or maybe they did. I can't. I, it was so long ago. But typically, teams that went up second have done better than teams that were champions or were uh, playoff people. So that's why I factored in that logic into my decision with Exeter City, Exeter City in nineteenth. There you go. I could, I can see what you're saying there because there's also a thing. If you win the league, you've kind of got that. Oh, we we didn't really have to fight. We won. The as much, we, we won yeah. The, yeah. The fight that goes from chasing it or not quite making it is 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 prominent. Be more up there, for it in the next there? season to say, right, well, you beat us to the to the the championship of this league. We're going to do better than you next season, and that just that that there's that fire in the furnace effect. You know, it's like right, yeah. we just missed out. We're not going to miss out again. We're staying up. It's that attitude, so, and I think that Exeter might have uh, this season. So, so in eighteenth. Jake had Bristol Rovers. Who did you oh, have? I've got Forest Green. You put Forest Green. There. I put Forest Green. Um, I'm call. Maybe I'm biased because as a geography graduate, I'm very eco warrior, very about the environment. <laughs> and Forest Green, I just always want to do the well vegans. because they really think about the environment in everything they do. Sorry that I hit the microphone there. In everything oh, they right. do, I'm a very visual talker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but they. They're just a, a very good club with good intentions, and I just want them to succeed and do well. So that's why I've put them in 18th. It's an emotional decision more than anything, but yes, there we go. That's, so that's, no that's footballing my... merit whatsoever, is it? I just want them to <laughs> no, do well. I just so want I'm going to stick well. them there. I'm going to stick yeah. them there. Well, I put Burton in 18th. So oh. I, they, they Pirate, signed Adebojo from Barnsley. <laughs> They've shipped out a lot of dead wood. I'm not convinced they're going to kick on. But I don't pin them for relegation, in my opinion. So I know mm. you had them down for the mm. drop. I just I don't think they'll have a great season. But I don't I don't put them. They may have shipped I out dead wood, but at the same time, I don't know if it's yeah. Enough they've not. To have, they've they've know. brought in a couple, but like again, the standout for me was probably Adebojo from Barnsley. So I think that's Absolutely. how you say it. Again, seventeenth. Uh, Jake had Cheltenham. Who did you have? Do I even need to speak? You had Cheltenham. I had Cheltenham. I've got Accrington Stanley. We're not Ooh. doing a who are they joke this time. Um, I just, I don't know. They, they were a weird one to place, Accrington Stanley. They've signed mm. that 34-year-old right winger from Shrewsbury, that Sean, 
Wally. It's wa- It's probably Wally or Whaley. Wally, um, Whaley. But they were. They did all right last season. I don't. I, I. I've pinned them as one of the teams that to not have that that wobble this season. So I think I have. I've. I've put them in a very solid seventeenth. But why have you gone Cheltenham? Similar reason to Jake, really. I, I, I must admit, please don't hurt me, viewers, but a lot of this mid-table, I sort of just placed at random. My phone has just fallen can, down. I do apologise for the yeah, visual. Right. Um, I, I sort of just placed at random. I didn't really go for a well-logically thought-out, except for 16th, but I didn't go for a well-thought-out order particularly i just sort of thought that fits but you know there we go mid table is difficult in league it's one, difficult it? it's just it it's is difficult, difficult isn't it i, I sound like uh, such an elitist horrible person because ooh, he supports a champion a former championship club that came down the, the, the year before last ha 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 no that's not why i did this at all i just i, I didn't know where to put them quite frankly so there you go that's where i put them who did you put in 16th then? Because you said you thought about this. Charlton. Jake, put, Jake also put Charlton. This is where I put Fleetwood. Now, we've already spoken about Fleetwood, so I just want to quickly mm-hmm. talk about it before you go on to Charlton. So, of course. They finished 20th last season, Fleetwood. However, the business hasn't been terrible. They've brought in Josh Earl. They've brought in a couple of Joshes, Josh Earl, Josh Vella. You'd, they might do all right. You know, I think, I don't, I think they, they won't have second season syndrome. But then now I've spoken to you and talked a bit to Jake about this as well. They they might be one of the ones that do. But I looked on paper, it looks like they've done the business to avoid yes. that after, you know, because they proved a lot of people wrong. And also I was, I have put in the notes here, I'm putting them 15th because I was quite mean to them last season. I was quite mean to them in the predictions. And yeah. They did well, so oh, try to avoid hate, there. are we? Try to avoid. I yeah, see. I see your tactic. Exactly I see that. Well, go on then. I see that. Um, oh no, 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 no! That's not them. No, that's not them. I'm lying. Wow, that's the next team I was Caught quite mean 4K. to. Caught in 4K. Wow, I don't render in 4K. It's too too much hassle. Um, but yes, Fleetwood 16th. You've got Charlton. Why have you got Charlton there? Um, because there's there's a there's a bit of I don't know. It's slightly an emotional decision because I've always thought that they were sort of the Rotherham or the Barnsley of the South in in terms of temperament of of fan bases on social media, and um, but I also don't think that they've strengthened enough. Really, I, I I'm just not a big fan. So I was sort of like, yes, there you go. And Charlton, Charlton fans, you might like me a little bit more. Just hold the keyboard, all right? Hold the keyboard, all right? But co-host. I'm dead to you now. There you go. But Charlton 16th, and it was a bit of a... Uh, Should we move on yes. to 15th before yes. you get pelted? Yes, um, let's, let's move on to 15th, please. <laughs> I put Morecambe here because I was quite mean to them last season. Uh, this is the one where I did do... I don't have anyone to place in 15th, so we're going to go for a wild card in card and Morecambe. Again, you could probably swap Lincoln and Morecambe here because hmm. that's how wild cards work in league table predictions. Absolutely. Um their business has been questionable. I, I've literally put here their business has been questionable, so they could easily finish lower. Um, hmm. But I'm putting them in fifteenth, just because I can. Jake uh-huh. had Accrington Stanley. Who did you have? Who are they? Carry <laughs> I on. Also, I also had them in fifteenth. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! 
See what I mean? Should we, we move on? 14th. We, let's just... 14th. 14th. Otherwise, this Jake section's going to be forever, isn't oh, it? Oh! Jake go. had Shrewsbury Town. Who did you have? I had Shrewsbury Town. I had Shrewsbury Town! Hey! Hey! <laughs> so... My reasoning for that, I've just distorted the mic, apologies. Um, it's got a limit on it when we distorted it. It will be compressed it. distortion, it. which is fantastic. Oh, yes. They finished 18th last season, but as far as I can see, they've only really strengthened this season in the window. Not, like, not mm. ridiculous amounts, but they've signed Dunkley from us too, and we know Dunkley on his day can be a very good signing. So if they keep him Absolutely. fit, he's, he's going to be a good, good signing for them. He's solid at centre-back. For a League One side especially, I think they could, they could finish in 14th. That's, oh, yeah. that's where my thinking was around it. For me, he was right player, wrong time, in my opinion. But, yes, there we go. Because, you know, like, sorry to go off on a tangent slightly, but he signed for us and came back earlier than he was told to, to for the purpose of trying to stop us getting relegated. The doctors were telling him, no, you need longer recovery time. That's why he was so out of shape or seemingly out of compass mentis with, you know, football with, with his on the pitch with, you know, his mental side of the game because he came back earlier. He wasn't match fit in the slightest. And that's why he was a bit slower than he normally was because physically his leg was like still in the healing process. So that's the kind of mentality he had. And anyway, I could speak a lot about how much I respect the, that, that guy. Yeah, I got, I got a lot of respect for the player as well. Yeah. Like, he's, he seems like a good but guy. Anyway, um, yeah. But that was my yeah. tangent. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's all right. So that's 14th. We've all agreed yes, on 14th 13th. at least. 13th, Jake had Burton. So we've already spoke about Burton Albion. Who Here's did you have one, finally. Apologies for my hiccup if they might pick that up. I, I've, uh, I've got the gas men. I've got Bristol Rovers. Okay. I've got, I've got Plymouth, I think but why have you put Bristol right. Rovers so high? I I just think that they've got what it takes to put to kick on a bit more. The motivational factor, you know, I th- they did well last year, and I don't see why they can't do it again. Because I think that with the belief, when you see it from again from the outsider's perspective, you look on social media, you look on news sites, everything, they seem to have that real strong core mentality of we're doing well, we are successful, and I think that there's going to be definitely a kick on effect from the promotion last year, in my opinion. And I think that they're going to do very well and finish, you know, 13th. I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong, but I just think that they've got it in the them up here and they've got it, you know, cohesively as a team. Because you don't have to be the best players in the world. You need to work well as a team and you can finish very high. Look at Sheffield United. Sorry to bring them up. Look at Sheffield United when they got to the Premier League and how they stayed up that year. They weren't Premier League players, which is why they came down the very next year. But they worked well as a team and that's how they managed to stay up, quite frankly. And, you know, I think it's going to be the same for Bristol Rovers. So there we go. That's my hot take. I can see that. (laughs) I've put Plymouth here, which is possibly a controversial one for a few people. However, um. I think they're on a downward trajectory and I've not seen enough to get them out of it. So mm. they could they could really struggle this season if they don't get their act together and make sure they mm. kick on after because they started to plummet at the end of last season. And the manager's situation, there's not that there's not that buzz that there was before. Do you know when yeah. Ryan Lowe and, and Ryan there was Lowe, that? Yeah. I, I worry about them 
for this season. I don't think they've kicked on with their current business. And I, I've put them in 13th thinking they could probably have a, a mixed season. But mm-hmm. again, they could be a team that if they can get their act together, they were a good side. They were bloody... Oh, yeah. Love to beat us 3-0. <laughs> um, but... But that was in a time when Wednesday hadn't gelled, if you remember rightly. So, you know, yeah. not to be all like, <laughs> we're Wednesday fans. But, you know... It's it's it was at the time when the team wasn't really we are understanding. Uh, caric- yes, yeah, I can never say we really that are. It's great. Caricatures. There we go. Twelfth um, <laughs> is where I had Cheltenham Town. I put oh. that they finished fifteenth last season, but they've had a f- uh, and they've had a f- quite a few outgoings. But they seem to be propping up their squad with loans again. So they've kind of right. like if their loans can pay off again, I reckon they can actually kick on even further because they brought in players qu- across quite a lot of. They've got quite a bit of depth there. Mm. By the looks of it, so I've put them in twelve because I think they've they've done enough. Who have you got in twelve? Jake had uh, Lincoln City. Was it by any yeah, chance? He had, Jake had yeah, Lincoln I, City. I also had Lincoln City because the quality of the players there has not diminished. The the manager may have gone, and like you were saying earlier, you know that had a big effect on them. But I still don't think that they're in the sort of downward trajectory from that that would cause them to be even lower down the table. I still do think they've got a lot of ability in the side, which is, I think, why they would probably finish more or less, you know, bang on mid-table. Because they just need... If they get that manager who can really, like, push them on, they will be a lot higher, in my opinion. But currently, in the current club climate there, 12th is probably about where they would be in in my book. But yeah. No, that's that's fair. Yeah. I've obviously got them as my wild card relegation, but that will be interesting of to see course. how that plays out. <laughs> Eleven, a lot of hatred on these on this. If uh, if that I doesn't always, happen, I oh boy, <laughs> I always do. I always do. We'll see. Eleventh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jake had Bolton. Did you have Bolton? I also had Bolton. I also had. Uh, again, why? why have you put Bolton there? Because I've put Bolton in tenth, by the way. So it's tenth. We're close, and I've put. They've only, they've, um, they've only brought three in because Bolton fans think they, they want to push for promotion. Uh, promo- they want to go back up through the leagues, don't oh, yeah. they? And yeah. they have actually brought in Idale, their left back from Cambridge on a free so that he's gone to Bolton to kick on. I I just don't think they've got enough to breach anything. I've put them in the top 10, but why have you put them in 11th? Why don't you think they'll go higher than that this uh, season? I, I just think with the, with the squad they had, I think it was sort of like a, I don't know how to phrase it, in terms of TOS, not TOS, that's the wrong word, but in terms of uh, being friendly to the algorithm, sh one T or bust, I think it was a bit of that yep. last year. And I think that the squad needs a little, that little edge more je ne sais quoi to be able to oh. properly go up, you know? Um, so I think there's still a little bit of, extra needed things. They may have Kieran Lee carrying them in midfield, and I love that man. And He's their longest serving man. player, by the way. He's their longest serving player? Wow. Yes. Wow. It's mental, isn't it? Mental. Um, in that's, 11th, that's I had... actually baffled me, but sorry. Carry it's on. all right. It's all right. We've got a bit more late. If there is a bit more latency over us speaking over each other, it's because me and uh, Worker worked out we've got slightly different latency than I usually have with Jake. But it's just one of those things. Um... Internet things. Internets, yeah. So, in 11th, I had Oxford United. I won't read what I wrote about this because they really annoyed me when I watched them play Wednesday. (laughs) I I did put... I might have put... They play this awful brand of League One football somewhere in there. 
but they they don't always, you see, because I, I chatted to their fans about this when we played. Oxford I remember, fans, welcome to the comment section. <laughs> when we played them, right, I'd been speaking to fans in the lead up. We were trying to get podcast facts, and they were like, oh, yeah, right. we tend to try and play football and stuff like that. And then they rocked up at Hillsborough, just shoved 10 play. men behind the ball and just didn't play football. And then the fans went, we don't play like that every week, I promise. So all I've really seen of Oxford... <laughs> Is, is the doing that football is is Steve Evans football? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I oh. think they they're a good side. They're a good side for the level, and they can kick on. I've put them. I don't. I don't think they'll do better than they would last season. Mm. But they have brought Josh Murphy in, which could be the wild card if they can get him. That's fit. Can I just for a League One signing of somebody like Oxford? That is mental. That is crazy. League oh, One don't teams would... like anybody. Don't don't. I... But you mean for this level that signing, yeah, yeah. For yeah. this level that signing, that's mental. Like, I mean, we got Will Volks, and that's also mental because he would have been off to another like. Surely he would have been off to another championship promotion contender, but I guess he just wanted football, didn't he? So, yeah, there we go. We go but from. Anyway, uh, by sorry. the way, here we've done our tenth. Oh no, we haven't. Who did you have in tenth? At Wickham. Ah, so we do go from one uh, one anti-football to another. I've got Wickham in ninth, so we're close ah. again. We're closing in on our predictions here. Because um, for Wickham, if you've got him in tenth, I, the reason I've got him in, in ninth, doing slightly better, is I say that I feel like the good luck r- might run out a little bit. Their, their good run might come to an end. Mm-hmm. We know their play style, and more m- more clubs know it now. Um, and they're not making the signings to progress this season, in my opinion. I don't and know if that's where your head's at. They've absolutely hemorrhaged their key players from last season. Yeah, we've got they their were keeper. Just hemorrhaging. Yeah, precisely. Golden Glove winner, you know. They were absolutely hemorrhaging players at the start of the window. And I also don't like their style of football, so I just wanted to like. I really like bit, the club you know. after the the, the thing. You know, like, they're so all, nice. All the way back then. The, honestly, their fan base, wonderful, lovely people, such a lovely like fan base. It's just a shame that on Until the pitch, this video. it's anti-football. <laughs> yeah, it is, and I bet the I bet they're sick of that, and I bet they've sort yeah, of. Then they're again, sick fans of end up holding it up as a badge of honor, so they probably love it in the end. Um, <laughs> so Wickham both so ninth yes. for me tenth for you who did you have in uh, Jake also had Wickham in tenth by the way mm-hmm. interestingly in ninth Jake put Derby who did you have in ninth this is what I wanted to slightly elaborate a little bit more on right so I've got Derby as well but I think that them and Ipswich so spoiler alert I've got Ipswich in second but I think that Derby and Ipswich are interchangeable I think both of those clubs with how they've done business, could either do very well and gel very quickly, because both clubs have signed a lot of players this summer, like Ipswich did last season, and Ipswich didn't do too well last season compared to what they probably expected to do because of how many, just the volume of players that came in the building and how long it took for all of that to gel together. But but we managed that. We managed to I tell you what, together, not to boast. I tell you what anyway, then, because that's but, a controversial one. We'll put a pin in that. We'll speak yes, about Derby when I get yes. to them in, 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 in my list, because obviously mm-hmm. I have got them faring a little bit better. So in mm-hmm. eighth, Jake had Plymouth. Obviously, I had them further down. Who have you got in eighth? Plymouth. Okay, we spoke Plymouth. We spoke quite a bit about Plymouth, actually, so we don't need to put yeah. why there. Yeah. In eighth, I got Peterborough United. Now, I mm-hmm. think they're going to be the team that comes down and struggles initially, which is why I think they're going to have... 
again, this could be Derby. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But Peterborough haven't strengthened like Derby have because Derby had to. They had to buy a new team. They had to have a team, for well, example. We say buy. They're not allowed to buy anybody that's like us. You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But their signings haven't been amazing. It's a competitive league this season. I think they're going to get hit a bit by it when they come down. So yeah. I, I still think they'll do all right, but I've got them in eighth. So seventh, mm-hmm. Jake's gone Oxford. We spoke about Oxford there. Have you gone Oxford? Because, yep. you know, I, do, I think, right. So I think they're a little bit of a dark horse in terms of doing well, because I think they've got an excellent central midfield and that's going to be crucial with how they play. That's going to be a crucial thing because Cameron Brannigan. Yeah, that's true. I would I would sign him in a heartbeat, Cameron Brannigan for our midfield. But he's pretty much their like absolute. He's like their Scott Twine in my opinion. He's like you know how MK had Scott Twine last year. For me, yeah. Cameron Brannigan is their equivalent of a Scott Twine linchpin. Everything relies on him in my opinion, and I think that that's with their style of play. That's why they will do as well as I've predicted them to do. So yeah. There you go. No, that's but, that's sorry, fair. Yeah. That is fair. I've got Charlton there. Uh-huh. So I've got them. Higher as, opinion of fi- them than me, I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um you and Jake you and Jake are on the same wavelength though. I'm mm. the outlier this this time. <laughs> finished uh, they finished thirteenth last season, but despite quite a lot of outgoings, they've done decent business qu- across quite a few mm. areas on the pitch. Um it'd be interesting to see how Steven Sessignon gets on in his second loan spell into League One as well bit more experience. He didn't really uproot any trees last season when he was at Plymouth, but they've made some good sign. It's good signings mm. across the board there. I'm not going to go through it and break it all down. We've spoken to, about Charlton, but I've got them just in that in that race for playoffs because there we go. That's why I said put yeah. a pin in it, Charlton. You won't hate me as much. And of course, if you're a FIFA enjoyer, if you're a FIFA connoisseur, speaking of Steven Sessegnon, he's also got a very high potential if you want to sign him on a career mode. Indeed. Because we do like That's... to talk about being FIFA connoisseurs on this channel. We you know? do. But there you go. We do. <laughs> I had a day off the other day and I think I just sat and played like four seasons. Um, which is really, really like, just like stares where my mental state's okay? at. Are you okay? you need like, some therapy? All I can process. Okay, all I, I was so tired. I was like, all I can process is FIFA and FIFA. not thinking. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so in sixth, making the playoffs for Jake. Jake's got Portsmouth in sixth. I have got Barnsley. Who have you got? I have also got Portsmouth because I think, although, again, interchangeable with Ipswich, because I think Portsmouth are, controversially, our key rivals this year. I think that's who it's going to be down to us in Portsmouth for the for the top, top, you know, because they've done very good business. Very I like good business. that you've said that, and, and I'll tell you why later. Carry on. Yeah. I I think that they're actually our key rivals and not and not Ipswich, not Barnsley, not MK, not not Derby. It's Portsmouth for me. And I've Portsmouth always Portsmouth is slipping under ra- uh, radar a little bit, aren't they? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But I I think that I've just put them in at sixth because I just think they're too much of a unknown quantity and slipping under the radar a bit too much to maybe say second or or even first, but I've not said first because you know who I've said first. You know who I've gone with for first. But I just think they're they're, they're too much of a of a dark horse to be able to sort of like put any higher than maybe sixth. Yeah. I've know, gone yeah. I've gone Barnsley in sixth because oh. I just don't I don't think Barnsley are gonna have a very good time. They could be lower, right? But they 
they might have that fight back mentality and and scrape Absolutely. the playoffs this season. They've had eleven players leave. Eleven players. They've brought in James Norwood, who scored six in the league for Ipswich last season. He's obviously thirty-one. He's got a lot of league experience in League One. They brought in Connor McCarthy, who's a decent centre back. They've actually, they've, but they've they've lost eleven and brought in six. You could say they've strengthened and they've got rid of some. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Barnsley. Ever since they, oh, what's his name? Lost the manager that got him to playoffs. The, it was, was it all, the German guy. Mm, it's the guy who went to not? West Brom. Whatever, whatever his name was, I, I forgot it off Steve the top of my Bruce? head. Steve Bruce. I'm kidding. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just down, 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 down yeah. for Barnsley after that. And if they can fight back and 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 scrape sixth and get in the playoff run, or even they might surprise a few this season. We'll we'll see what happens. But I wouldn't put them as a as a strong, strong contender. But it's putting them in sixth is pretty backing them pretty well. To be fair, mm. Jake Jake had Portsmouth there in fifth. Jake had Peterborough. I've already spoke about Peterborough. Did you have Peterborough there? I yeah. I you I think, think they'll that, make the playoffs. I think they're effectively going to be us last year, if that makes sense. Okay. They're going to sort. I think they'll have a similar journey to how to, to our experience last year. I don't year. think they will so, because of the business. Really? Because if you think mm. about the rebuild we did, we got rid of a lot, yeah. of neg- a lot of the negativity. We still had some defensive mistakes and things like that, but the actual mentality of that relegation oh, yeah. mentality had gone because we shipped off a lot of the players that didn't want to be there, and we brought we yeah. had that Darren Moore overhaul. So that's why I've not mm, gone for them. Point, However, actually. I have gone for a team who have had that overhaul. I've put Derby in fifth. So. Their fans do seem to think they're winning the league. That's why I've put them ninth. They need a they need an ego check. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> they could, <laughs> but I know but, a lot of Derby fans, and they that's why I've got the opinion I have because they've signed so many people, and they could go either way and everything. But yes, I yeah. can't not put them in the playoffs though. If mm. you look at their business, like. The reason I've not put them in in the, the, the run for the automatics is because that gelling phase is crucial in League One. It killed Absolutely. us. It's the reason mm-hmm. we didn't get automatics because mm-hmm. we were awful as the team started to gel and inconsistent all over the shop. And you could arguably say that that carried on through the season as we changed things around. So Derby, they've brought in Hurrahan, just to name a few here, Hurahan, Mendes Langen, if you play him as an actual winger and he doesn't have to track back, don't get him to track back. He doesn't do it. Um, he might do all right. Hayden Roberts, who we were looking at at centre-back, that could be a decent loan. Wildsmith is a good keeper, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know. He is. I don't know. I, down, he should he be is. their number one looking at their keepers, by the way. Absolutely. Um, James Chester, Stoke. I know he's 34, but like in terms of the, the experience at centre-back... And Barkusen, the FIFA man, the 91 pace FIFA man that I used for a long time, like from Preston, that there's some they're just a few of the signings because they've had to do their rebuild. Their manager situation is a concern. Will he have it? Their preseason's mm-hmm. been woeful, kind of like ours. But you can't write them off from having a half decent season, in my opinion. However, just to play devil's advocate here, right? Do you not think but the players they have and they've signed and everything, do you not think that it's too much of a team of individuals rather than a team of players who will very who have that, that mentality, who will gel together, who will work together and work their, their backsides off for one another, like ours is? Do you not think that there's too much? And the arrogance factor, not only the fans think it, the players probably think that too. With the players they've signed and, and the sort of the, the egos coming off of... Conor Horahan has just spent several years in the Premier League. James Chester... Many years in the Premier League. <laughs> you know, the ego's there, the arrogance that will be there of thinking we're just going to walk this league. 
that's what killed us at the beginning as well, I think. But the the arrogance that might be there will surely factor in because when they're getting kicked lumps out of them and there's anti-football playing left being played against them left, right and centre, they're going to struggle because they play they want to play a certain way of football and with teams who are going to be very good at counteracting that, I that's why I've said ninth again because I think that arrogance factor is going to be costly to them personally. And yeah, so that's that's my take on it, I think, and devil's advocate opinion. No, it's yes. it's it's fair. Um I do see I do see what you're saying. I think the big thing about that for me, what you've just said actually, is we mm-hmm. had a manager that galvanized the team. Exactly. And the one thing that Darren Moore has said over and over again, it's uh, and the players have said they want to come in and play for the manager. Exactly. Their manager walked went to America, you know, and and brought Ravel Morrison with him. He's gone to DC United as well, by the way. How Ravel does he Morrison keep still getting a bloody <sighs> mate? You talk. I think you, I you think Derby. Choir, if, if but... best case scenario, they kick on, they get automatics, obviously. Yeah. However, I think the more realistic situation is if they do kick on, they'll have that gelling phase. And if they do gel and they do mm-hmm. all get on and it's not an individual team, they'll make the playoffs and they'll they'll probably go up through them if they can kick on. But it's going to be more difficult than they thought. Watch this now. They will win the league with 100 points. Um, <laughs> Don't say that. You're, you're, doing us, you're doing us a disservice, all right? But, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Not it's to right, be spoilery we'll be about who I've November. got us first, but, um, you know... <laughs> In fourth, Jake had MK Dons. I had Ipswich Town. Who did you have? I had MK. I I think that while sure Scott like look, let's let's be realistic. Scott Twine carried them through a lot of last season. He's gone, but they've done very well to replace him. Not as well as kicking on to get the automatics, which they probably might want to do. But they're still necess- not you know they're still a team that I do think will have a very good rebound. We, we're not you see they'll have a thing to prove to tell everybody we're not just Scott Twine FC we are a team as well and I think that factor is also going to factor into why they do well this season not not automatics well not at all but I do think they're going to finish quite highly up and I've put them back in the not, same place I've put them in third so yeah. I put them it's finishing mm. the same and my my argument for MK was they've lost Twine which would mean they're much further down um, mm-hmm. which would mean they could end up much further down in the league if it does prove to be Scott Twine FC um, but they were a solid side anyway last season yeah. and they've signed the likes of mm. Will Grigg and Nathan Holland I mean, we beat them easily enough strengthen. Just, we beat them easily we, enough, we won't yeah. do it this season now you've said that um, but yeah in fourth <laughs> I had Ipswich Town I yeah. assume you've got them in second yeah I've got them second just because I think uh, that Oh yeah, sorry. We'll talk about it. Switch for a second. Yeah. So, I think they keep signing decent players to add to their previous signings last season because mm-hmm. they signed. They did a really good window and then they didn't gel. They were an example of exactly. not gelling FC. But then on top of that, they brought in like Leaf Davis from Leeds, Ladapo from Rotherham, who we were linked with again, yep. Harness from Portsmouth, amongst amongst others, and they could have a real go with it. Um, Absolutely. They are an odd one though because they did finish eleventh last season, but it is about mm. gel with them. But I've put them getting in the playoffs. They, they took too long to gel. To you've backed yeah. them to promote then, so second. Yeah, I think I think they've had the gel. The whole season last season was probably their gelling period, and then the business that they've done on top of that. But again, it could be another season where they're like, oh, this, there's a lot of new players again this season that have come in, and again, Portsmouth are a dark horse, so I'd make them interchangeable. I'd make, um, but again, Ipswich, they've done very good business and the the calibre of the player for League One is very high that they've signed. 
arguably championship players, quite a lot of them. But that's why I've I've said, you know what? That was the gelling period last season. Let's have them. Let's let's give them a bit of credit, you know, um, and put them in second. So yeah, yeah. I had them winning the league last season, and then he massively let me down. So they're not getting <laughs> automatics. Um, in second, oh well, in third, I had MK Dons. By the way, so I had Barnsley in third. You had Barnsley. Had Barnsley you think Barnsley, they're going to yeah. do all right then? I, I, you know, not. I know this is controversial as a Wednesday fan, but I used to play a lot of cricket out in Barnsley, and I've always had a bit of a soft spot for the people out there. So I just, it was a bit, a bit like my, a bit more like my Forest Green thing. It was more of an emotional fit. Like I understand the Dingles were. It's a bit like uh, direct rival, uh, whatever. But I, I, I just, I don't think they're going to do badly, badly. I think there will be a bounce back period because, you know, it, they always do well. They're a very much a yo-yo club and I just don't see why that trend would not continue this year. So, yeah, no, that I could, I could see that. It makes sense. I, in second, oh. have got where well, you've got Ipswich. I've got, got Portsmouth. Oh, Portsmouth. Mm. So, Portsmouth, again, Portsmouth, very well. I keep hitting the microphone. Anyway, but Portsmouth, very well, could be second, in my opinion. Either playoffs or whatever. They're going to be up there, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But sorry it's, to interrupt, but yeah. No, it's, it's um, a case of they have... I've been impressed with their business. Right. Mm -hmm. I wanted to give them a wild card place in second because they brought in Pack, Rafferty, Ola, uh, I can never say this, Alawajemi, Alawajemi, uh, Michael Morrison, and Dane Scarlett, who is a prospect. Mate, they like they, their pro young prospects. I've been preaching so much that we need to sign Dane Scarlett on loan because he he's got a lot of talent. And yep. he's, he's the one that we like. Forget talking about friggin' George Hurst last year. I'm sorry, but that was just, that was silly. That was really mm. silly. But Dane Scarlett is there. That he's going to be their absolute top scorer by a mile, potentially even League One top scorer because he's got bags of talent. And if you're bags, talking about future England Harry Kane replacement, whatever, in my opinion. Well, he's England so, under yeah. 19 international, isn't he, as well? Yeah, exactly. and yeah, already. This this league is mad. Mm. Um, Ipswich could go on a run and get second. Portsmouth could do it. It's. They finished 10th last season, but you've got to look at the bigger picture. They were seven exactly. points off the playoffs in 10th. Exactly. That's how close yeah. it was last season. So it's I not could be see anywhere them. near as close this year. Not at all. Well, that's where we've all... Jake had Ipswich in second, but that's where we've all... I can't believe we've done this as well. I didn't think we'd all do it. We've all put Wednesday winning the league, haven't we? Which is just not going to Go happen, on. but we've all done it. Go on. Every single stat <laughs> means we should win this league, but we Wednesday don't do it's, that. It's the Wednesday way to somehow let us down. But you know what, boys? If you're listening, right, we, we're backing you. We're fully backing you. Come on. Every yes. single stat pretty much <laughs> says with Wednesday squad and the strengthening and the way that it should. Right. Famiao, rated youngster from... Ipswich, Ben Hennigan, Permanent. got league experience. Permanent. David Stockdale, Golden Glove winner brought in. These are additions, by the way, not just the squad we already bloody had to finish fourth. Will Volks, Championships mainstay. Michael Smith, Rotherham's top scorer. Michael Iwekwe, ever present for Rotherham at the back, who went up. We've got Backinson, who's a 
we don't know about him at Bristol City, but he's not even probably going to be a first team. Straight away, we'll see what happens. Reese James on loan from Blackpool had a great se- season previously, not last season, but previously. Adding to the likes of Barry Bannon, <laughs> Domi Orfa, who Wait, I need to see more of, actually. He needs to see this, some consistency is, from yeah. him. Minute, but, mm. um, what already we had Lee Gregory up front. Just... I just it's it's mental. It's it's it ha- like that to me sounds like a solid upper. I don't want to do them a disservice for the champ in regards to the championship, but that reads to me like a sort of upper mid table championship side, not yeah. a League One side. To me, not not taking bias out of the equation. On paper, as they say, I hate that phrase on paper, but on paper. To me, that sounds very much top, top sort of mid-table of the championship. Not at all League One. No pressure, no. guys. All right? No pressure, We lads, ain't going to do but... it, though. We've all put it. Every prediction I've seen has put Wednesday at the top of the league. Mm. But somehow we're not going to do it. <laughs> I, By the way, I'm not being the arrogant Wednesday fan there. I've actually gone to a point where I was looking and I was going, the stats genuinely tell me that I can't put Wednesday anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I literally... But I, I, I don't think we're going to win the league. But we should. But, yeah. but we're not going to. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But can yeah. You, can you imagine can you imagine if come the end of the season it's like Charlton that we've all got lower down there that end up lifting the title a week up like second. Again, repeating history from the last time we were in League One for the second season running. You know what I mean? I do know <laughs> what you mean. To recap. <laughs> anyway. Sheffield uh, in twenty fourth I've got Port Vale. 23rd, I've got Bristol Rovers. 22nd, it's Exeter City. 21st, it's Lincoln City. 20th, Forest Green Rovers. 19th, Cambridge United. 18 is Burton Albion. 17 is Accrington Stanley. 16 is Fleetwood Town. We've got 15 with Morecambe. 14th is Shrewsbury Town. 13th is Plymouth. 12th will be Cheltenham Town. 11th, Oxford United. 10th, we've got Bolton. 9th, it's Wickham Wanderers. 8th, it's Peterborough United. Seventh, it's Charlton Athletic. Sixth, it's Barnsley. Fifth, it's Derby County. Fourth, it's Ipswich Town. Third, it's MK Dons. And second, we've got Portsmouth. That means Wednesday are technically winning the league in these predictions. Recap in yours, please, these, my friend. With an asterisk in these predictions. Okay. Indeed. So, 24th is Port Vale. I'm going to read it like the like the... You know, the results man on Sky Sports. Yeah. There are other news broadcasting people available. 23rd, yeah, so. <laughs> 23rd is Morecambe. 22nd, Burton Albion. 21st, Fleetwood. 20th, Cambridge. 19th, Exeter City. 18th, Forest Green Rovers. 17th, Cheltenham Town. 16th, Charlton Athletic. 15th, Accrington Stanley. Who are they? Never mind. 14th, Shrewsbury Town. 13th, Bristol Rovers. 12th, Lincoln City. 11th, Bolton Wanderers. 10th, Wickham Wanderers. 9th, Derby County. 8th, Plymouth Argyle. 7th, Oxford United. 6th, Portsmouth. 5th, Peterborough United. 4th, MK Dons, third, Barnsley, second, Ipswich Town, and first, Sheffield Wednesday. 
Now I would recap Jake's list, but it's practically Worko's list. But here it is. Here it is on the here it is on the screen anyway for the uh, video <laughs> watchers. We've obviously broke it down club by club as we've gone through. But yes, that is the predictions for League One. Don't kill and us. If you're watching this you as a breakout. Will. It's a very long breakout. There you go. God, it is. Yeah, very long. <laughs> Pretty much half. This is the thing. This is going to be a breakout, but the podcast is probably just going to have 40 minutes of garbage on either side of it. Because I, I, I still put the podcast in full, even if the breakout is pretty much the episode. So there we go. Because people go. people only click certain people, things. People want to see it. People, This is what yes, the people want. They do. It is. <laughs> do what the people want. Right. Let's talk about promotion rivals, shall we? So what do you think, Jack? You've been doing some research on our, yes. on our who you think are going to be our main so, rivals promotion this season. Let's talk. Let's discuss. Absolute main rivals. A lot of people will say Derby County or MK Dons. I, I, right, okay. I say Dons with MK very reluctantly because Wimbledon are the, are the Dons. But anyway, so our main rivals are Portsmouth, I believe, um, because the players, the quality of players they've signed, right, is actually quite eye opening. You listed them off earlier, but like Marlon Pack, Michael Morrison, Joe Rafferty. To name a few, Dane Scarlett, who again I think will be the the Golden Boot winner of League One next year, um, and your mate Joe Piggott that you've signed, by the way, that you always sign on football. Is it Football Manager you always sign him? And then you were like, "Yes, we need to get him at Wednesday. We need to get him. We need to get him." No, Several he's not. He's not. He's not one that I signed. He's one that I said we should sign, and we were right. ended up linked with about a week and a half later. There we go. He's there we go. Them. So they've signed him. Uh, and just the, the the quality of the signings. I mean, I think that Marcus Harness leaving will be a big loss to them because he was one of their pretty much solid wingers and everything. Um, and from looking on the list, I don't think they've potentially replaced him. So it could be interesting to see how that goes. But they're such a dark horse because they've been in League One for so long. It's a bit like Sunderland last year. People were sort of umming and ahhing about whether they'd actually finally do it last year and get back up again. I think this is the year that Portsmouth are actually going to deliver on that expectation that they've had for so long. But I think that outwardly, in the in the outward football sense from other clubs, other fan bases, whatever, I don't think they'll be looking at Portsmouth and thinking, yes, they're automatic promotion contenders just simply because of how long they've been in the league. Um, mm. But in my opinion, I think that's the team we need to worry about and keep our eyes on rather than Ipswich or MK Dons or or or, um, or Derby. I can't, I can't believe I forgot Derby, but there you go. But um, but yeah, that's that's my opinion of port of the the absolute direct you know rivals for the the champion contender automatic yeah. whatever yeah. No, that's a good shout. Let's have a look at the opening fixtures we've actually got because yeah. Jake will have already told us a bit about Portsmouth because mm-hmm. that's in the past now. But yes. MK Dons away at the weekend, then Charlton at home, then Peterborough away, <laughs> then Bolton away, then Forest Green at home. It's, it's a rough six, that, isn't it? This is, no, but right. So this is the thing, right? So we, we only think this is a rough six because historically... 
this this squad may not do that because this squad, I think, now they've they've had Darren Moore for a while, they're going to be quite tough up here. I'm pointing to my head, by the way, audio only listeners. Um, nah, he's getting it. He's getting it. There we go. <laughs> so um, I think they're going to be quite mentally strong, and I I think that we're only saying that that's a very tough opening few fixtures because of historically we've been a bit shaky with the the, the quote unquote bigger clubs when we've been up against them. But I think this year we've actually got the, the the sort of the willpower and the team cohesion to very much counteract them and be able to deal with that occasion, whereas we didn't before. In certain in the championship, we didn't quite frankly, because look at Wembley. You know, I know it's ages ago now, but that that's that that sort of has set a stigma for a lot of Wednesday fans. I think that now when you see the big important fixtures, it's something to worry about. But I. Call me an optimist, but I think that actually now we don't need to worry as much as we maybe used to worry about them, in my opinion. But what's, what's what about you? How about you? Um, I I'm still worried about our defense because I'll pivot that on to what do you think to mm. our defensive performances in free season? Because we're still a little bit shaky at the back and from set pieces, aren't we? Yes. However, <laughs> however. Last year, we had a whole new squad pretty much to gel. These, this is a brand new defence line, pretty much. Yeah, with the, with, with the exception of Dom Iorfa. But again, sorry to use the Arsene Wenger quote, it's like a new signing because he was out most of last season. But this is a whole new defensive line that needs to gel and needs to get on the same wavelength. Because, But that's it. But that's fine because that's the only area of the team that needs to do so rather than the whole rest of the squad needing to do so compared to last year, which is, you know, which is why we struggled at first. But I think that a lot of these mistakes are down to communication, which is what was the case last year as well, I think. But if we improve that, we'll be fine because all the mistakes have come down to communication. It's been nothing. It's not been technical errors. It's not been just an ill, an Ill ability to deal with things. It's literally been one player talking to another and not giving the right shouts and giving the right information to one another. That's all. That's all. In my opinion. Yeah. No, I, I can see what you, I can see what you mean, especially in terms of the communication, because we've got some very vocal defenders, Iwekwe and exactly. Stockdale seems so vocal, but the problem is for me is it's, it's what we're seeing in preseason. The what's concerning mm-hmm. me is it's different players, but it's the same crap. Again, Which is kind of like, I know what you mean, but it's different players yes. that are communicating, yes. but it still seems to be happening. So am I like, my uh, my devil's advocate there would be, is there a certain way we're structuring it from a tactical perspective defensively that just means, Jake always talks about zonal marking. Could it be something yes. to do with that? Could it be the fact that, could it be the fact that that's where the downfall is and even you bring new players into this system, they're all sort of like not really sure who they're meant to be marking and it's kind of not working even with the new players and the new communication. Is it a system thing? Is that the issue? I have an interesting take on this and it's quite left field, right? So if you look at the coaching staff that we have, yes, Darren Moore, former defender, he has to look at the whole team. He doesn't have time to keep focused on the defence and how they're doing. We need a new defensive coach to come in. Yeah. In my opinion, that's what would possibly solve this problem. I know it's a little bit more on the wage bill or whatever, 
But if we had a dedicated defensive coach rather than... We do, don't I think, we? I don't think so. I think we've just got general Carry coaching on. for the whole lot. But it's a very... I know it's a very left-field answer, but if we get maybe another coach in the building who is a who would be looking directly at the defence and whatever else, maybe that might be it because maybe... Other areas of the pitch that are a lot more crisp, like the, the midfield, the passing is phenomenal from what I saw. And even compared to last year, the, the actual cohesion with passing to one another, I know it's a very silly thing to pick up on, but it's so much crisper and so much more di- like direct to, to the players. There's no under-hitting it. There's no over-hitting it. It's just bam, 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 one to another with precision. And Oh, I, I tell you what, yeah, we do need another coach on the team really I can see what you mean about that because I, I knew we had we had a lot of players a, move around yeah. to the under 23s in that didn't we um, but first team wise in terms of coaches we've apparently exactly. only we've only got Darren Simon Moore Island. Simon Island and Jamie Smith and then obviously Basso for the goalkeeping and, and then the Island was coach, a midfielder think, but yeah, yeah we've got exactly all the, like, my, the my point yeah, Darren Moore can't look at Jamie Smith solid was a fullback, but yeah, do you look but at- he's the assistant manager, isn't he? The on-field, like dealing with on-field stuff, not the tactical stuff. So, they as the manager and assistant manager, yes, they were both defenders, but they can't solely be looking at the defense and constantly trying to sort that out. They've got to keep looking at the whole team and how the whole team's progressing. So, I think you need a tactical maybe, defensive coach there. The one that that comes in from the tactical perspective with it and looks at setup and and that's yeah, that's a good point. That because good, yeah, sure, they were both defenders. You can always say, oh, well, they were both defenders, so they should be getting it right or whatever, which is what a lot of Wednesday fans are saying. However, the responsibilities they have with the club, they can't keep just focusing on the defense. They've got to look at the whole team and constantly observe and train the whole team. They've got a bigger picture to worry about than just the defence, you know? Yeah. When they're Which running, dr- the when running drills. Is if we solve yeah. the defence, that will be problem solved. But the bigger picture is they've got a whole, they've got lots of matches to plan out tactically. They've got to make sure that the, all the players are cued in to what we want as a game plan. They've got the whole club to worry about. They can't just keep focusing on that defence. They've got to get somebody in, in my opinion, to look at that defence and keep not a psychologist, not a psychologist, but like you say, an actual tactical defense coach. I guess that yeah. would, that for me would solve it, in my opinion. It's a good shout I don't know about. I don't know what you think. No, good contribution. You're in. You're in. Your loan points here. Work out. Well done. <laughs> uh, just to wrap up, um, in terms of signings, who would you say your favourite's been, and from what for what reason? I'd say Will Volks because I think it's just a big statement signing. You know, it's like it's yeah. We start as we mean to go on. We're not here to mess around. We're not here to get like left field. I will have a. I do have a special mention, but it's for a personal reason. But Will Volks for me is like the. It's like yes, we're not here to muck around. We're we're serious. We're not we're not here to settle and maybe try and do it. We're like serious about getting back up. But my other favorite signing is uh, Tariq Backinson because I always sign him on Football Manager. You're such a me, you are. You are such I a always, me. always sign him for Wednesday because he's got such a big potential 
and he's very good at League One level. And I'm like, yes, I'm having him. Come on, Bristol City, cough up. No, and there he is. We sign him in real life. Good. Like, what the heck? We you know? should sign Malik Wilkes purely because <laughs> him, it, it, when you sign him on FIFA, he is ridiculous. And I sign Malik Wilkes on, on Football Manager all the time too. Yeah, it's these players. But yes. It, when we actually sign... Yeah, we're, we're Sheffield Wednesday, too. sign me up as a scout. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Sign us yeah. both up. Just say there it. There we go. Right. Or just listen to the podcast and then link players after a week and a half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. I'd sign you up at the club for a, another role, but I'll tell you that either later or after or whatever. But yes. Anyway. I've really enjoyed this, Worker. Thank you for coming on this week. Abs- you were def- Absolutely. We would definitely have you back on. Um, oh, I think you could definitely be somebody who's on, on quite, uh, quite on the regular. Um, but yes, I will. This is exactly what I was saying. I want, I want good voices. Not just the fact you've got a good voice. Obviously, being a voice oh, actor with you. all that. But um, thank you. See, I'm just blatantly flirting by the sounds well. of it. Um, <laughs> no, uh, there'll be some old men going. Don't get the sarcasm in that. That completely just now melt down and leave a one star. So we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it on that note. But yes, have you got anything to add towards the end of this podcast? I know we've been very jovial and very humour-filled, but there are there is just one very serious thing I just wanted to say, right? And Puncture 41, we all know him and we all love him, and I just wanted to go into bat for him a little bit here, because lately, with his channel growing and everything, he's attracted some 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 stick, and I really don't like what people have been saying, because He's a very like he's become a very close friend of mine the last few months and I love him to bits and I will always go out to defend him whenever this sort of thing happens to him. People have been leaving really bad comments to him about things that he can't control about his illness, his FND illness and about the fact that he has dyslexia. Yes, he might get <laughs> words in a thumbnail wrong sometimes, but he can't help that. He's got a condition that means he that happens to him and the fact that people are going out of their way to, to nitpick at him for it, all with without profile pictures and with very untraceable names, I might add. Very, you know, courageous of yeah. you. But it just, it angers me so much that these people are going after him for this because they don't have the effort, they don't have the talent, the charisma, the, the work ethic to accomplish something like the pair of you have themselves. So they decide it's much easier to tear other people down that have that have got somewhere, you know? And if they consider themselves part of the Wednesday family, then I'm sorry, but they, they aren't. Go and find somebody else to support, because we're all Wednesday, aren't we? It might be a slogan, it might be it might be a little thing on the back of the shirts, but it means something to the Wednesday fan base. To the because we see it as a family. We we look out for one another. We we protect one another. We help each other. And the fact that people are doing this is such a I would say he's an integral cornerstone of the Wednesday community by now because he's been doing this for 11 years off his own back, off his own financial means, off his own effort and yet people are now trying to tear him down for these things that he, that he, that he has no control over and it's just sickening. You it's, know? But that's, it's, that's... it's very simple with, with Jake. It's one of those things that people don't understand it, right? People see it, they think he's... I'll be, I'll be very blunt because this is the... Sh- kind of yeah. crap we get in the comments right and i usually clean it up 
because I don't want him. He gets it on his channel if he leaves it. I don't want him coming to ask the comment section. So we just don't need yeah. them on the podcast. You know what I mean? We but don't. if he's if he's ignoring them and he's blocking them, they sometimes try and come on the podcast. And they'll they even try and like be like, oh, I like you, but I don't like him. Or, or then they'll just have a pop at both of us or something like that, you know, and or, and they'll start saying the reasons. And the stuff I see that really angers me is the people that say that like, what do you want people who are disabled to do in life? Other Because they're like, oh, he gets disability. We're paying for him to come and make these videos. Jake is disabled, right? He can't help he that. He can't. <laughs> He is doing what he can within his means and his family is hard yeah. working. And I don't really like, obviously like, I don't really like drawing attention to it because it's, it just, it's just, it's unspeakable what some people are like, yeah. but it is not your Jake doesn't want to work and you are funding it and you are bitter about it and all of that sort of thing. Jake does, speaks on something he's passionate about and there will always be idiots, right? Exactly. And there's just idiots in general. And we, we've made a big stance from the off that we didn't want that here. But this week has been particularly not very kind to him. Um, but also it's a case of I've seen it in our, I've seen it in the general. Fo- the reason I am not as active on Twitter and the reason the, the Talking Wesley podcast currently isn't as active on Twitter is because I don't want to draw the idiocy that Twitter draws further than YouTube yeah. does. It's got its own thing, right? But Twitter's worse. Like Twitter, Twitter's more... Twitter is the the anonymous icons coming in. If you just look at the some of some of the uh, some of the women we've got in our fan base, they speak mm-hmm. anything. They could just immediately get it just for being a woman, right? And I'm just I look at it and go, oh, I just I just because you know it's the people who are doing it. Ju- they're doing it now past the point of they don't even care about it. They would actually probably be nice to you yep. in the face in the flesh, mm-hmm. you know. But they're just doing it because they get the little kick for it and they think they can be a be a part of someone's life and bring them down for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. Most of it goes over my head now with stuff, but I just think about the amount of DMs these women in our fan base are getting. I'm thinking about the amount of crap Jake gets for just being disabled. Mm-hmm. This The football space is bitter sometimes, and yeah, we're ending the podcast on that note, but I know you wanted to say yeah. that it's been a specifically bad note for it. I will say our community is great with that, and we have built oh, a yeah, community, and we do ignore 100%. the noise, by the way. This isn't us... Pi- the reason that I, I know... Workers mentioned it this week is because it's it's sort of like got but it got quite bad it's this got, week yeah. with some stuff. Mm. Um, but I do notice and I do try and respond to all the positivity there, which is why we chat in the Discord because our community is great for all of that. It is just the odd arse that decides to pop out of the woodwork and is is vile. But you get that wherever mm. you go. But I will not. Uh, we will not. It will not stop. If this podcast was to ever stop, it's because I ended up being too lazy for it. It wouldn't be anything else. <laughs> so, uh, or too busy for it. And I'm, I'm busy as... It's, it is funny oh, when somebody comes and talks about like yep. not wanting to work when they're talking about Jake. And I'm like, <laughs> right, but would it, if I thought that about Jake, w- wouldn't that annoy me more than it annoyed anyone else? I have said to him Surely. before, I said, you are a bloody... I, I joke with him like, oh, you're all right, aren't you? You could just get a video out before I even got back from work and straight on the views, you know? It's a joke because I know him and it's on, a, it's on a different level. Do you know what I mean? But there's, there's just... It doesn't even... Mm. It needs to defend him, but it doesn't need speaking on anymore. Just mm-hmm. be decent to each other. Yeah. But yes, um, work. I'll definitely have you on again, mate. Um, and M, I know you're listening. We love you, and I'm so sorry you went through that on Twitter. This is your game too. This is your club too. We are so grateful to have you in the Talking Wednesday community. Was this you're the, an absolute gem? And 
was this 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 hasn't happened again and I've missed it, have I? Is this is no, this you because you weren't it's on come it up on Twitter. I, I didn't know about this before, but I just wanted to reiterate, you know. Oh right, it, yeah. It, yeah. And I, I just wanted to because of the women's Euros as well, it's it, there's a bit of a general thing going on that's, because of all of that, but don't get me started on that. There's general st- yeah. With with it's, that, it's I, that's why I was saying. Love you and yeah. You're a very you're a very you're a very like welcoming, affectionate man. You're a very huggable man, Jack. <laughs> you're a very huggable <laughs> you. man. You you, you you present you. huggable energy, sir. Um but yeah, there's I, I try. <laughs> there I've seen it with the women's Euros. I thought, oh, I just genuinely, when you said that, I thought, oh, not again. Because I remember, mm-hmm. I remember it first time with stuff. But like, it has been a case of just general, this women's Euros should do something for that side of it. It's never been a question with me, right? But then you realise that just because you don't see it in your, in your direct gaze that there's something with, something with exactly. it. Exactly. You don't realise that there's a lot of knuckle draggers that do things <laughs> like that. So, um and it's more common than you might think. And it's it's, it's normal you nice lads who you think are quite nice, but they have a drink and they say stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. I am one for growth. People can grow, right? People can grow up. But you've just got to be held responsible for the things you've said and you've got to own it. Exactly. Okay? Mm-hmm. You've got to own it and learn from it and actually accept where you were wrong and learn from it. And yeah. But yes, that's gone for a philosophical oh, yeah. end. How many people have clicked off before yes. that's even ended? Um, but thank you very much for coming on this week, mate. Um, we will be back My to some pleasure. sort of regular programming. We might we might do uh, something with you in the near in the very near future. Um, my summers, I'm going away. I'm doing bits, bits, bits. So it might be pre-recording. You might get a message going, "Hey, jump on this. We'll get you on this." That sort of thing. Are you so. free in ten minutes' time, Jack? Yeah, <laughs> that's ge- genuinely. The, the, the mine and Jake's recording schedule now is I don't know when I finish work on a Monday half the time. So I go, it's going to yeah. be in this range in this four hour slot. I will literally text you on when I'm on, when I'm about 10 minutes away uh, from being ready. And then we're straight in, we'll record. So yeah, that's it. Sorry. Professional out, uh, outfit here. Professional. Yes. 100%. But uh, that, that is it for episode 77 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Take care of yourselves and we will yes. see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. Well, not me, but anyway. See ya.